Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I celebrate American independence by making a splash with Fergie, forming a union with Drake and Rihanna, and playing Patriot Games with Stacey Dash. Baby, you're a firework. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, well, I should ask, where are you? I oh, <laughs> I'm back in my normal spot. I think you're in Legoland jail. Oh, kind of. There is a project underway. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Quite, quite the undertaking. It looks like. Here. I'll be sure to give you the full experience once it's done. I can't wait. Is there a zip line included? It, yeah, pretty much. There should be. This is the uh, skeletal structure of a um, what will be a roller coaster, I believe, when it's done. Okay, but it's impressive. All right. Yeah. Well, it's a okay. Big deal. It's a big. It's a big situation. It's a big it situation that I don't have the aptitude or inclination to undertake. Uh, well, is- all I know is you better wear a closed-toed shoe up in there. Don't try to go barefoot Basically. because you may you, you you may lose lose a foot. That was like the worst thing as a kid stepping on a Lego piece barefoot. Ugh. Ooh, uh, yeah, they Just were make- they were not yeah. forgiving. But I I definitely yeah. stepped on worse things as a kid. I stepped on rusted nails and broken glass all the time. I was constantly barefoot Ooh. as a kid. Where where were you with the rusty nails and the broken glass out in the, <laughs> uh, the favelas? Where I were you? I was in a construction site. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember being barefoot everywhere and stepping on everything. You're a wild child. And coming home like a refugee with refugee feet. The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. Tarzan came out, speaking of jungles and things like that. Do you have any interest in that movie? Uh, Alexander Skarsgård? Pretty hard pass. I, I think, think everyone passed once they found out that he wasn't wearing a lo- uh, loincloth. And he was instead wearing like uh, drop cloth, cloth MC Hammer sweatpants. Exactly. Like harem pants in the jungle. It's like, where's the Forever 21 in in the rainforest? I don't remember that part. I don't remember that part. There was a plane crash, and they went straight to Forever Twenty One <laughs> to put on their hair and pants, uh-huh. and then swing on some vines. I don't, I don't, I, I don't believe that. Maybe that's part of the updated 2016 uh, storyline, but the new narrative. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think Sam Jackson co-signed on that. Mm-mm. What is who is Sam playing in this one? I don't know. I, I, he was on some talk show talking about how the person he's playing represents an actual, fig, actual historical figure, but mm-hmm. I cannot remember who it was. But it was part MC Hammer. It, <laughs> so that's what happens. They were probably okay. So Alexander Skarsgård plays Tarzan, who is probably some sort of like you know, uh, man of society. He's on a private plane with obviously the upper echelon of musicians because MC Hammer is on the plane with him. Uh-huh. They crash. All they have is MC Hammer's luggage. He right. throws on the hammer and pants. Boom, boom, there it is. There you go. Okay, right. now everything makes throws sense. Throws on the hammer okay. pants, jumps out of the plane. They parachute right. to safety. In these right, pants. with the extra pair of hammer pants. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got it now. I see, I see, I see. The rest is yes. gorillas in the mist. Mm-hmm. That's right. Jane Goodall, realness. Yeah. Uh, happy 4th of July, America the Beautiful. That's true. I've actually been trying to see uh, Independence Day resurgence all weekend, but haven't been able to get through it to it uh, mm-hmm. for one reason or another. We just like the fates are not lining up. For well, maybe you should take fates cue. You know, I don't know. I think I said earlier that I was kind of interested in seeing it, but then I went and saw another preview for the movie, and there's, I don't know. I, I've gotten to the point now that where there is an excess amount of special effects. Like right. there is not one moment of just sort of like natural dialogue. There's always got to be a CGI. There's got to be a robot, robot nation. Like you just can't have a simple storyline anymore. And you have to have a cast, an ensemble cast of at least at minimum 50 people in your movie. Right, right. And I think that was kind of the problem. Like, I remember I'm Independence I'm Day being, being good. I actually, 
or before we got started, I was revisiting the original Independence Day because I was like, if I can't get the colon resurgence, then let me just go to the original Independence mm-hmm. Day. Uh, and yeah. it's pretty good. But the thing, like the the flying saucers, the aliens come in are already super huge. They're the size of cities, which I'd forgotten. Uh, and the mm-hmm. special effects in that movie were pretty good because I remember Roland Emmerich did like this underwater like smoke explosion thing. So it was sort of live action uh, special effects mixed with CGI. And now it's just sort of outgrown itself. And all this CGI is CGI. The special effects are like too CGI. It's just overblown mm-hmm. and there's nowhere to go. And plus, I haven't heard any good things about Independence Day colon resurgence from literally anybody. Everybody yeah. says it's terrible. So maybe I should just go ahead and skip it. You just have a colon cleanse instead. Yeah. Time better spent. Time better spent. Liberating. Um, have you have you uh, enjoyed any cookouts this uh, fourth weekend? Have you done any of the, the barbecuing and the um, the flag, the, the flag waving and the fireworks or anything like that? Well, here's a controversial personal stance of mine. I Uh-oh. don't like cookouts. Okay. Cut, cut the mics. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just don't like Now, why is this? Oh, because it seems like so much hassle. The idea of eating that fire food is not that great for me. I mean, it's... Y'all burnt and smoked out. and The brimstone. Yeah. Somebody loses their eyebrows. You've always got someone on the grill who's not quite the expert, who's like, oh, just put it on there and it's fine. And you get it. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is all burnt up and we're supposed to pretend that it's good. Yeah. It's like Brick City. Well, here's the thing. I actually don't that I mean I feel like that is a a rite of passage every fourth. You have to have a burger that is burnt to the nth degree of its life. Right. Like, like no 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 moisture. There's no moisture involved. Whatsoever. I mean the you know the the doneness factor is like extra 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 well. Right. Um uh, it's basically basically ash. It's ash. Like, well well it yep. was a burger. And you, but the thing is, it's all about sort of creating, I think, a textural experience. So when you have a hockey puck, you have to have a burnt hockey puck, but you have to have a good, soft, mushy bun. You've got to have some melted cheddar cheese up on there. And then you have to reanimate the moisture with a little with bit of ketchup and, and mustard. Ve- and you're good crisp to Crisp veggies, like that iceberg. A crisp, a crisp uh, uh, lettuce leaf and a slice of tomato, and you're good to go. Okay. So it kind of gives you a very you know, uh, tactile uh, experience. Like a mouthfeel? Mm-hmm. Is that where we're going? Mm-hmm. A mouthfeel. Mouth you get the mouthfeels with it, right. I don't you mind. You probably get the mouthfeels and you probably get second-degree burns as well. But, that's true. You know, not, that's all part of the, the not to co- Not even to mention the trots that come later. Um, I'm not against cookout food. I just think the hassle associated with all of it is it's like it's too far to travel to get there. I don't care. If mm-hmm. someone else is doing it, I'll go. But don't ever look to me to be like, hey, do you want to do a cookout and grill out? And do you want to host it? Forget it. I'm not at all interested. Yeah, I had a, a, a brief moment where I was like, oh, let's get some charcoal. Let's light it up and we'll have some hot dogs. And then I thought better of myself. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'm just going to get the shrimp that we made in the fridge from last night and throw the salad together and call it the day. There you go. Happy birthday, America. We did it. So did you go anywhere? Have you done anything? Pretty low key. Just had some lunch with some friends that are in town and, you know, haven't really done much things uh, patriotic. But you're going to set it off tonight. Um, But we're about to set it off tonight. No, you know, here's the thing. Like, I... I actually have like a strange kind of like phobia of fireworks because I think that once when I was like a little, little baby, we went to an amusement park and, you know, it's around my birthday. So we went and like uh, I just this is like my first like vivid memory and fireworks went off. And like I was like at a little I was I had I was probably like two or three. And uh, I just remember fireworks going off and like taking off like I just like (laughs) took off down the side of the road. Because I was like so startled by these fireworks. So being fireworks don't even really feel that well. I'm not even like I don't like the I don't like those like cherry bombs and all that stuff. And people get excited and like to light them and stuff. I'm like that is just a recipe to lose a couple digits, and right. I'm not there for that. I'm not even here for those little like uh, sparkler things because I know that there's going to be some sort of weird chemical reaction, and that pops off too accidentally. You know, so I'm not right. even trying to get near that. Yeah. I might, you know, throw my lighters up at a concert, but that's about it. That's it. Those fireworks are not for me. 
Mm-mm. I always love the game too of like, is it fireworks or is it gunshots? Is it fireworks right, or right. Is it gunshots? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to figure it out either. No, I'm trying to stay far away from that mess. Yeah. Now, um, have you looked at any uh, entertainment news? What are our celebrity friends doing this Fourth of July week um, and weekend? Well, speaking of resurgence, Fergie is back. She has she uh, stepped back. back onto the stage. Yeah, she's back with her her her. I guess this is her official single, right? To her we sophomore had, we album. Had a teaser of she she teased us with something on Instagram a few weeks ago called "Hungry." Yeah, still hungry. Guess, still hungry. Yeah, which was uh, like. And so now she's out. Now she's out here uh, selling us milk or milf actually milf milf money. You know, I wasn't. I heard the song. I thought, okay, at, she's current with the trap music. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what did you think? She's got that that milf money. She's got that milf money for everybody. Oh, well, you can go ahead. Continue with what what you were saying. You were ta- you were talking about being current, sort of like with these yeah. trap trap beats. Well, I thought I was like, okay, she's coming back. She's with this milf reference and this got milk sort of campaign. And I thought two mm-hmm. super dated references. Milf makes me think of American Pie. Got milk makes me think of the nineties. Poor Fergie, you don't know what day it is. Like it's two thousand sixteen, and you are unaware. But then I see this video. Mm-hmm. And I see, no, she's been taking notes, and she knows exactly what she's doing. She's called all of her Instagram friends up. Yeah. All of Instagram fame and celebrity, and thrown a Kardashian in the mix. And she's got some, uh, she's got some buzz behind it now. She's got yeah. eyes on it. She does. Now, I was kind of thinking the same thing, too, though, because, I mean, it does feel, it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel innovative in any sort of way, and it doesn't necessarily feel current. And I think that Fergie, I think Fergie might have cursed herself because she said that she was so 2008 and you were so 2000 late. And now she's stuck in 2008. It sounds like something from like it it sounds like something from her original or like something in like from 2008, 2009. It doesn't sound like now. Well, she has been working on this album since like 2010. Forever. So yeah. yeah, this has probably been in 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 the percolator for a, a hot minute. Right. But that, do you think I, I do you think the video kind of? I think the redeem the video it? redeems it. I do because okay. I wasn't really that into the song. I thought it was okay, but you're right, dated. And I thought she was in for like a Gwen Stefani grade train wreck. Like, mm-hmm. here's my comeback, but I'm out of touch. Like you said, stuck in 2008. Um, mm-hmm. But like, she assembled her squad. She took some notes. She looks good. She's got like a little uh, Beyonce beachy bob. Like she cut her hair. She got the same cut. And yep. the video's fun. She's got like Kimmy K. She's got a Chloe Chrissy Kardashian Kagan. cut for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Chrissy Alessandra Kagan. Ambrosio, Devin Aoki, Amber Valletta. Like every model, Milfy mom is is in the mix. All of them. Like, Sierra's up They're, there, too, just happy that someone see, asked her to do a music video. Sierra's excited to be back on the mu- music video stage. She's there. Uh, yeah, so there are a plenty, uh, a plentiful cast of characters in the video. Yeah. So, I mean, I, don't I know like the video. It was fun. Video it's a fun, fun video. Fun, campy um, video. I don't know if I'll be streaming it in my iTunes, but the video is fun. The video is fun. We're no longer in the candy factory uh, as we were in the Fergalicious video. Now she's taking us to the dairy farm. Right. And, uh, you know, she's dancing and prancing around. There's a few different looks and things like that. Yeah, I think it's a pretty it's a pretty fun, cheeky, solid video. Now, will this catapult Fergie back into the number one slot? Will, what do you think? I think right now, I think after the, the premiere of the video, I think it's been viewed like 9 million times already. It's only been like a day and a half. And she's sitting at number two on the iTunes spot right behind Justin Timberlake. Is this a successful comeback? 
Mm, yeah, I think that it is a successful comeback. I think we have to hand it to her. It definitely could have gone worse ways, but we have to remember again not to not to make an example of Gwen Stefani, but she had a strong debut too. That's right. And so I don't know any concert tickets. So we'll see how the rest of this rolls out. This is going to happen. We're going to have to monitor the situation as it goes. But you know, I think that again, 2006, that era was a really, really. This was this was like the golden age of the you know Caucasian girl getting down with it, doing doing hip hop beats. And at that point in time, I feel like it was really it was kind of like almost like a curiosity. It was almost like being at the party mm-hmm. and the white girl being in the middle of the dance circle and she's doing the running man. You're like, go white girl, go, go white, white girl, go, go white girl, go, go, go. But now we're like, <laughs> okay, that was cute then. I mean, like we've had Iggy Azalea. We know that kind of backlash that's happened because of Iggy. And, you know, we're constantly talking about like this issue of appropriation. Are, are people just not here for it anymore? Is it just not cute? Like we just prefer our... Our sisters to be doing the running man and and, and giving us these beats. What do you think? I kind of feel like, yes, (laughs) yes, we might be getting a little bit tired of the appropriation. But I think if what we're talking about here is swapping out Fergie with Iggy Azalea, then I'd say go ahead. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. She can stay. Um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Also, Bergbeck Mace, I guess, at that point. Um, (laughs) But we should also take this moment because it reminded me uh, of our episode from last week where we recapped the BET Awards and gave Mm -hmm. all those accolades to Tori Kelly for her bravery and courage (laughs) doing that Prince tribute. Come to find out. out Shout out to, was it Sister Sora who made that? observation that it's like hold on y'all yeah tori kelly wait a second she's one of us has a little has some flavor she has some flavor yeah it's, it's she does fractional i would say like mariah carey style from the bounce of that hair those curls that curl story those curls i should have known that curl pad i should have known but yeah we did not we did we just kind of like went right over our heads but now we know now we know the more you know she's giving us some she's a little like baby mariah mm-hmm Anyway, so we, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll continue watching this and seeing where it goes and where it tracks. I don't know if, like, the radio play is going to be very friendly to this song. But okay, but the, here's the thing. Like, I, I feel like the beginning was really good. Like, you know, she's giving us Fergie BEP, and, like, she just couldn't wait until the end of the breakdown to give us this. I've been wearing this shirt. I've been tipping this cup. I've been wearing my turn. I've been working so hard. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> she can't help herself. That's where she goes. Right. Okay. So then that happened, and it just felt like she had to remind us. You know, she's in a panic to remind us. She's like, I'm also singing, and I can also do my vocals, and then I can do this. And, blah, blah, blah. and she like throws us like the kitchen sink and everything else. Right. And that was just kind of too much. Yeah. Well, she was excited. It's been a long time. (laughs) She was excited to be back. I guess she just could not hold back. She had to get that out, too. Right. And then she peed her pants. (laughs) Remember that? I I do. Remember when that happened? She peed her turquoise pants. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, when she was on the stage with the Black Eyed Peas. Have you ever? Yeah, that. Yes. And she actually admits to that actually happening. It's like sometimes when you gotta go, you gotta go. Like she couldn't run off the stage. It just it just had to happen. No, that's true. Honest to goodness, white girl bravery. Mm-hmm. No, please that's don't. True. Someone chime in and tell us that Fergie is half black, because we'll have to cancel but the show. I feel like she is part Latina. I think we should just always cover our tracks yeah, by just saying she is. every every. All, every woman of Caucasian descent probably has like a black granddaddy somewhere. Yeah, that's safe. Just in case. There's yeah, everybody has a swirl story somewhere. Everyone, yeah, that's right. There we you go. know, there's never just a little vanilla. There's always a little bit of caramel <laughs> in the mix. In the mix. 
Uh, Justin Bieber was out and about this 4th of July weekend. Have you seen those photos? No, I have not. Well, he just decided to go wakeboarding. However, he did not wear a swimsuit. He instead decided to wear a pair of white Calvin Klein undies. Um, Thirst is real. Obey your thirst, I guess. I I guess so. I don't know what to do with that. I don't think you do anything with it. I'm sure Calvin Klein's really happy about it. Is he? Is well, he? not the Calvin Klein. I don't even think Calvin Klein is still involved in Calvin Klein anymore. He's like, who? What? Okay. Actually, let me let me look. Let me look real okay. quick. Okay. I just have to see. Take a look. Take a look, Justin Bieber. Just say wakeboarding. He's on TMZ. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm good. I'm all set. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess sometimes you got to improvise. If you don't have a swimsuit, just go on your skivvies, you know? Go on your skivvies and. Or stay home. Go just stay stay home. Wasn't he just talking about how he was tired of taking pictures with people? Go home. Yeah. That's right. You can't do one on ones with the the VIPs that come to your show. Yeah. But you can wakeboard around your skid marked underwear. Sit down. Sit down, please. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking of, things, of the... Oh, go oh sorry, go ahead. You I was going to say, no, no, speak, no, <laughs> speaking of things I didn't ask for, Jason Derulo just announced a Greatest Hits album. We don't have to talk about this. I just only have one question, and that is how. Just Well, how. that's what my question was. I was like, well, where, where, where are these hits? Yeah. What hits are you... Are these new hits? Is this mm. predictive somehow? Or maybe these are like put like possible hits. Maybe it was like a greatest like possible hits album. Like they could be hits in the future. Or is that what he's on? Maybe I don't know because he's only been but around that one. Twice. I'll give it to him. That 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 last single that he he put out was that last year. That was he, really popular. I think so. That uh, like want want you to want me song. Yeah, that, that was one. super duper poppy. That I thought was yeah. like One Direction or something. That was fun. That was fun. I'll give him that. that. Yeah, sure. I'll give him that, too. That's the only one I can think of. That and that okay. one, like, t- Talk Dirty to Me. That was okay. all, like, you know, okay. whatever. But he, he's been around since 2009, I think, and he's only had one legit number one. So I don't know what he's going to put on this album. Well, I think this kind of, like, smells like I want to get out of my contract. I only have one more album left, so I'm just going to put out a Greatest Hits album. Right. To be done with it. Because I think that... If I'm Jason Selena Gomez Derulo, did the same thing. Did she? She's got she a lot. Couple, they both have or, a lot of nerve. Yeah, well, I don't think she did it, but I think that her old record company, which I think is the Disney Hollywood Records, Hollywood Records, she had like one more record on her contract. She was like, I'm done with this. And then they released like a Selena Gomez Greatest Hits album. Hmm. So not a surprise. Maybe this is not his own doing. I hope well, it's not. Because I hope it, that Selena Gomez watched the uh, Hillary Duff E True Hollywood story. Because I feel like she pulled a similar stunt, thinking that she was going to go on to a big, big recording contract at a legit music company. And now she's so yesterday. So yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm mad that you had that on the tip of your tongue. Ready ready to go. (laughs) Well, you know, I I know my Hillary Duff history, okay? Yes, you do. Get into it. I guess you do. By the way, Hillary Duff's grandma's black. <laughs> we gotta keep ourselves covered. It's true. You never know. Mm-hmm. She did twenty three and me and found out she got a cousin. Uh-huh. From the Underground Railroad. <laughs> She's the conductor. Oh man. Oh. Mm. You know who does have a good, like big fat new music deal? Who's that? Harry Styles. Whoa, yeah, I read about this. Yeah, so it was so big, he, I didn't believe it. Like, it seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Kind of ridiculous, but, I mean, I, he's, I mean, I guess Zayn is, was, I don't know, I think it's kind of a battle between he and Zayn, who was the most popular One Directioner, but if this is an indication, it sounds like he is the most popular, because he just signed a record deal uh, for $80 million. Now, what does this entail, really? Three albums. That's it. That's it. Eighty million dollars. That's all he has to for do for three albums with Columbia Records. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Well, they have a lot. They have a lot of faith in this Styles man. Yeah, I guess so. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, 
And, and I guess I'm not mad at that. I just feel like they're probably not going to get their money back. But when Beyonce comes around, I don't know if she's going to re-sign with Columbia because she just finished her six-album contract, right? And how much was her contract for? I don't know, but this next one needs to be in the hundreds of millions if, if Harry Styles is getting $80 million for three albums. If Harry's getting... Yeah, she's gonna. Yeah, she's gonna want double. She's gonna need to double that because. But what's I mean, Harry Styles done beside look like Debbie Mazar? <laughs> That's about it. That's a good, it. well, a sad uh, Rolling Stones impression. Yeah, a baby Rolling Stones impression. Mick Jagger. Right, and he wore that like coat from the Shania Twain that don't impress me much video, that like leopard print. These are the hallmarks of his it. career. That's about it. Well, hey, congratulations Shayla to him because congratulations Shayla. That's a nice. That's a nice little check he gets. Now, how does that work? Do they get the whole eighty million right then and there, or do they just get a like? What does that mean? He does he really just get eighty million dollars? No, I'm sure it's contingent upon sales. He probably just gets a piece of the back end, and that eighty million represents maybe the maximum amount of money the he could get. Amount. If he yeah. sells like a, a benchmark of a number of albums or streams or whatever it is. And I'm sure it, it comes in stages. It's probably, okay. probably like 25 million. Even so, 25 million an album is right. a lot. It's more than that. Like that's almost 30. Whole, that's a whole lot of Shania Twain house coats he can buy. That's true. That's that true. Kind of money. Yeah. So. I mean, are, are they going to pay him in, in U.S. dollars or in pounds? Well, after Brexit, I would be asking for U.S. dollars. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going to happen with the pound. If he's smart. Better lock it in. Lock it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else is going on? Well, I guess that Lady Gaga finally got her driver's license. Yeah, that's something. She's on the road. She's born free. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess she got tired of riding those motorcycles or being like a human motorcycle from her uh, Born This Way album cover. She's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to re-transform uh, into a human and just drive a car. Right. Let me cash Not in this learner's permit so I don't need to be mm-hmm. supervised by an adult. Right. She just did that Let me just Friday. take the wheel. Now, did she never have a license or did she just wait to get her California license? Isn't she from New York? This is... She's from New York. See, this isn't much of a surprise, really. I mean, she's a New York girl. So, I mean, she really had no no use for a driver's license, you know? She was the girl on the six. That's true. And, uh, you know, no no point in getting a driver's license. So, I'm not surprised. I mean, but still at 30, that is kind of old. That's late. That's late. Yeah. That's, the, that's 2000 and late. Yeah. Mm. For her. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations yeah. to her. She's got her, her freedom now. People are just doing things at different ages and learning and growing. Judy Dench just got tatted up at 81. Yeah, she got a YOLO tattoo. Does it really say YOLO? It says Carpe Diem. That's old lady for YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) That's old white lady for YOLO. Yeah. Good for her. Great for her. I mean, that must have been a difficult tattoo. Like, you got to stretch it out. Right. Now, look, where did she actually get this tattoo? I think it's you on want the it in inside an of her wrist. Okay, well, that's good. That is good because, I mean, that's probably one of the only places where the skin kind of remains in the same sort of like uh, condition and it, it, there's no threat of any uh, gravitational pullage. Right. Warping the carpe diem to corpe diem. You know what I mean? Sure. Corpe dam. You know, like <laughs> I don't corpe okay. dam. I don't crop a damn. Right. You know, I think it will stay in uh, in, in, in its mint condition. So yeah. good placement, Miss Dench. Dame Dench. Definitely better than the tramp stamp I'm sure she was considering. Right, right. Mm, yeah. Good for her. Just uh, like a tramp stamp of like Daniel Daniel Craig's face or something. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Uh, I'm sure it'll be <laughs> featured in the next Bond. Buena, buena. But I think she pieced out in the the bond before Spectre, right? Didn't she get Did like, she? I didn't see the last a one. cap. Did you didn't get a cap in the behind <laughs> in that last one? I think. That makes sense. I feel like that. I did think happen. someone. Yeah, I think someone got her. The one someone with Javier Bardem. Yeah. Ghost Protocol. No, that was Mission Impossible. It was one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't remember what the last the last bond. They just got what so was, long. Was I used to see them all, but they got 
the one before was very long and serious. They are quite involved. They are quite involved and very epic now. So, yeah. Um, you know, uh, well, I didn't talk about this earlier, but uh, Essence Fest was this weekend, too. Do you yeah. know that Essence Fest has been around since 1994? I did not know that. I didn't know this either, but, you know, it just seems to be gaining a lot and lot more popularity. It's kind of like, it's like Coachella for, like, you know, an older black woman. So it's like right. Coachella, Coachella. Coachella is a better rebranding. Yeah. That's right. We, let's go. I should send that in to uh, the executives the over there. What is it? Is it like Hearst Media or something? I don't know. Johnson Johnson Publishing or something like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, Coco Cella. Um, your girl Sierra took the stage. Good for her. Mariah was there testing uh, her vocals, testing that. the limits. I heard she was good. And she did very well. Um, yeah, so it sounds like Essence Fest is really the place to be. Maybe we should go to Essence Fest next year. I would go to Essence Fest before you'd see me at Coachella. Yes, I would do a two-step with all my nanas out there. Yeah, sure would. Tony with Braxton our little jump got a suits. tribute. I would do it. That's right. Yeah. Cool. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's always like it's it happens Orleans, every year right? in New Orleans. Yeah. We've got to get information and get down to Essence Fest. <laughs> we'll plan it for next year. Yeah, we got to play. We got we got some time. We got next year. We got, yeah. we got 365 days to figure it out. Essence to get on down there. So come on down. I didn't realize it was such a big deal. I feel like I've only heard of it really in the last couple of years. Essence Fest. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah, like maybe like the last four or five years I've heard about Essence Fest. But yeah, it's it has been around for a minute, for a second. Did you watch? Did you watch Kardashians yesterday? No. Did it? Okay. Premiere? Well, this. Well, no, it didn't premiere, but this was a very special episode because uh, Rob Kardashian was featured on the show, and he rarely is. Like he's like this season, he's finally like made a return. You know, he kind of went and you know he had like this three day, three year hiatus where he basically locked himself in his apartment and didn't come out. But you know, now that you know true love has bloomed with Black China, things have changed. He's been out and about and out in the scene. And uh, in last night's episode, they all go he, to Essence Fest. No, well, the the week before last week's episode, uh, everyone was in Vail for a special uh, family vacation, except for Rob. And during that time, it was announced that he and Black China had been engaged. So this was like the girls were completely blindsided by this and had no idea, and it was like all this drama. And so this week, he actually made it onto the show, and he had a face to face meeting with Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. There's one more thing I have to talk to you guys about. But I don't want you guys to get mad. What? You're having a baby. Yeah. Just so you know. Are you being serious? No, I'm being Bible. I'm being dead ass. But you have to understand, I've been trying to do this. I'm not even kidding. This was, like, really my decision. It, like, really wasn't hers on Dad's grave, on everything, on Bible. Did you tell Mom? Yeah, Mom knows. She didn't want me to say anything to mom and you guys until she was three months, but I want mom and you guys involved because I think it would be worse since obviously the engagement thing, how you all reacted, and then she starts to show or something. But Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. I know Chloe's probably feeling Congratulations. Thank you. I'm like internally sad. Chloe. Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Oh, wow. Chloe. I mean, she was wearing the Halle Berry Catwoman uh, outfit. First well, of all, yeah. cat burglar I mean, hat. And how appropriate was that? Just losing, losing. Just I mean, losing. yeah. The genuine, the genuineness of those congratulations. Yeah. And then Chloe. Chloe. Courtney well, looks this like a teenage runaway. Okay, I have to admit that I have been keeping up with the Kardashians. And you know, like you're just curious as to see how their lifestyle evolved. You just kind of want to see the, you just kind of want to see the the train wreck, right? But this episode was really, really fascinating because I feel like this is one of the only instances, and especially with this scene here, where shit actually seems real and it doesn't seem orchestrated. I, I think that Rob, and none of them have makeup on. I think Rob was like, listen, if I'm going to do this and you want me to be on this stupid show, I'm going to we, we're going to have a family meeting here, now and there. I don't I don't want any like all this makeup and all this whole 
big like production thing. If we go, if we want to make it real, it's gonna be real. Sure. He's like, and I have an, an, an announcement to make. I'm gonna make it in five minutes. You're gonna be there right. or not. You better be here. And, and no Chris was like, you guys get over there immediately. Right. I don't care if you're contoured or not. Get over right. there, girls. I don't have time to put on my shapewear or my corset. I don't want to hear it. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Chloe, yeah, make like sure you're wearing specs. your Catwoman outfit. Right. Hence why, yeah. I mean, although, of course, of course, Kim, she's always made up. Like, yeah. She's like, mm, Kim's like, you're not going to catch me. You're not going to catch me. If you stay like ready, you don't have to get ready. Look like they had been caught out in like a, like in the rain. <laughs> but really anyway, did. so That's yeah, true. that was, yeah, that was really interesting. And uh, I mean, it I feel always like those seem, it always seems real with Rob. Because he, he was always sitting, real with Rob. Like really sincere and tearful. Like they put yeah. that kid through so much, but I he he actually won this time. I think point goes to Rob for this one because it just seems like they always have control of the narrative, and he has taken control now. And I and you know I think that like they have no choice but to sort of kind of like follow his lead and and how he's dictating this because I mean this is like the major story for this season is like his relationship with Black China. So yeah. And Damn they're it, setting they got up me. They spin-off. caught me. They, they I'm, sure I'm just, did. How many episodes in are you? I think this was like episode nine or something. <sighs> Damn it, man. Damn it. I gotcha. And now you know you got to wait around for the Black China interaction, which apparently they, they're they reporting that she has film scenes uh, uh, just just last week at Khloe Kardashian's birthday party. So I'm, I'm in. I'm so in. Her deal has been finalized. Deal's been finalized. She's got the the, the check is cleared. Mm-hmm. She's in. Although I'm not as I'm not as much interested in her as I am with like Rob's interactions because like you said, he seems like to be like the most genuine. I don't think he really gives a crap about all this. Although he knows that he's got to make some sort of income. This is a great opportunity. Everyone is like curious to see how he's interacting with his family now because clearly, being, you know, going through three years of hiding. Yeah. There's something there. So people are curious about that. So I guess I'm just one of the masses. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> part of the problem. Rob's ex has got a new job. Uh, Miss Rita Ora. That's right. I has, forgot that the two of them were together. That's right. Yeah. I think Rita was the what it's Rita is what sent him into the spiral, I it think. It wasn't that cheetah girl, Adrian? No. She was post Adrian Bailon. Rita was Rita was the reason. I see. Rita was the reason. Anyway, Rita Ora. It's been reported that Rita Ora is going to be the new host of America's Next Top Model when it is rebooted and refurbished into a new show. Yeah, for VH1. That's interesting. Why? Um, with a capital W. Why? What does she know about modeling? We're gonna find out. I guess. I mean, we don't even know what she knows about singing because she hasn't had a hit yet. <laughs> she just How got a new deal. It? I think she finally got, <laughs> she's got free of Live Nation. And this is part okay. of her. This is like, she's she's not going to be on The Voice. She couldn't get one of the big shows, but she's going to be on America's Next Top Model. So maybe she'll All release right. a buzzy little single when that show premieres too. It'll be part of her like rebooting effort. All right. Well, best of luck to her. Remember when VH1 was like, Adult contemporary. Uh, yeah, I thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna throw it back a little bit, like a couple years ago when they did the uh, what was that reality show where they put the old cele- surreal life. Remember surreal surreal life? life. Yeah, that was the start of where we are now. Like, VH1 that, used to be like white walls and hardwood floors. It used to be where like Cheryl Crow and Celine Dion lived, and then it went celeb reality. They got evicted. They got and Vern evicted. Troyer moved in on his little jazzy. <laughs> he moved in on the jazzy over. and smeared poop on the walls that's right yeah yep so that's that's how we got to where we are now that's how we got to america's next top model so welcome rita aura welcome to the family tyra banks is still in charge but not on camera she's still calling the shots well let's see how this goes with rita i'm sure it'll be fine do you think they'll keep the same format i mean i mean i don't think that you can switch it up very much i mean they've got to take photos they've got to run the walk the catwalk and that's about it i mean the thing the problem with top model like in the last cycles was that tyro was just like throwing like diff- too many ideas at the walls like okay now we have to do like it's like a selfie saturday so put your selfies on and then we're going to use this special like uh tyra app to 
you know, make the photos move. Like it was just too much. There was like, it's like stick to the basics. Like make sure that Miss J is there. So she gives them a runway, uh, coaching. I'll take that. Take some fierce photos and call it a day. I don't need like the, I'll give them a makeover. Give give them a makeover, you know, and that's it. That's all. That's all we really need. Just, I think it, like the the simpler the better. I honestly think that that's that's the way that the, the show will be successful. I think it just got a little, it kind of jumped the shark with all like all the bells and whistles or like the attempts. Because the thing is, like, while if I guess they had more, well, if Tyra stopped cashing the majority of the check, maybe they would have had a higher production value. I think that they had these ambitious ideas but couldn't really fit the bill. Right. So maybe if they stick. Uh, to their budget constraints, right? Maybe they'll have a more successful. They were like, Tyra, if you would just reduce your fee by like twenty percent, we could do some of these other things you keep talking about. Right, right. She's like, it's not possible. It's not feasible mm-hmm. this time. I just don't see it. Can't do it. Mm-mm. Not a part of the budget. Uh, well, speaking of keeping things simple, we've got Stacy Dash coming for Jesse Williams, the <sighs> simplest of the simples. Oh, man. So what is she talking about? She's talking nonsense. So last week at the BET Awards, we all got woke with uh, when BET awarded Jesse Williams the Humanitarian Award. And Mm -hmm. while most people found his speech on like race equality in America inspirational and moving, Stacey Dash said that the tirade was nothing short of an attack on white people. Oh, boy. Yeah. She said, you've just seen the perfect example of a Hollywood plantation slave. Now, doesn't that sound cuckoo crazy? It's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs crazy. My question is, when is she stumping for Trump? Has she been stumping for Trump yet? I think she has already been stumping for Trump. Okay. All right. You know, I, I, you know, speaking of stumping for Trump and other um, women of color, is Amarosa in the mix, too? I feel like she's on Team Trump, too. She think, wants to. Yeah. I've seen her Twitter. I think that she's on the Trump hashtag Trump train. Now, is this just because they were on The Apprentice and they're looking for another job? Or does she really believe any of this craziness? Was Stacey Dash on The Apprentice? No, but Omarosa was. Omarosa for sure. Omarosa for sure uh, has been. And I think she she was on CNN, too, sort of defending Trump and his policies. And oh, Trump that's right. They talked about it. And yeah, they cut Don, her mic. Don cut her off. Yeah. Don said, enough is enough. Is enough is enough. Yeah, Donna Summer. Um, and now <laughs> Stacey Dash is out here talking about BET also keeping racism and segregation alive and sort of stoking racial racial politics. Well, that's not the only issue that Jesse Williams had this week. Apparently, there's a change.org position, uh, petition out trying to get him kicked off of Grey's Anatomy because really? of his racist hate speech from the BET Awards and someone's really angry about it and like, you know, ish shebangabang and they want to get him off of the show. Did Stacey Dash start this petition? Probably. She was the one. She was the one. Yeah. It's sad to me that uh, Stacey Dash is basically reduced to a career troll at this point. Yeah. I mean, she just should have stayed. It was just stuck with Dion. I th- yeah. If only. I think something happened to her on the set of that Kanye video where, like, there was a strike of lightning or someone cast a spell uh-huh. on the both, the both of them. Well, him, and, her and Kanye, because they both went crazy <sighs> after you, that. Again, something was in the craft service. Yeah. Something was not right. It was crap. Not okay. right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Love is in the air for Rihanna and Drake. I don't know why. I just decided to <laughs> give you a musical. Exciting. Musification of that announcement. But uh, so, yeah, Drake and Rihanna are now, you know what? Who cares? Let's not even talk about that. Right. You know what? Who cares? I don't care. Whenever they do a song together, which is every other song that they do, they're back Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't care. Who cares? Do we care? Yeah. I I don't think so. But does Rihanna really like date anybody? Is that a a term we use with Rihanna? Date. Right. And she just does her own thing. She does. And good for her. Yeah, good for good her, for I will her. say. I think it's funny because Rihanna is kind of like Taylor Swift in terms of the number of guys she's linked to. But Taylor is like, <laughs> she's just dating like a normal girl. And don't you dare slut shame her. But Rihanna is like this fuck and chuck But she's dating eater. like a normal girl. But then she also has like called up every paparazzi agency 
within like a 12 mile radius to take photos of it too. And she's also writing her journal and getting that next album ready. Exactly. Yeah. Rihanna's not writing in a journal. Rihanna's Mm -hmm. rolling a blank. She's not journaling. No. Mm -mm. She's getting a tattoo. She's drawing a blank. (laughs) Did you say she's drawing a blank? (laughs) She's drawing a blank. Not too much other. She's got too much other stuff to do. Yeah. What'd you think of uh, Sledgehammer? That finally came out. So she was giving us all the Romulan realness of the world. Mm-hmm. She was the only person inhabiting that planet. Yeah. And apparently the video debuted in IMAX. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. Which, yeah. She was giving us It looked like world, a giant screensaver. Otherworld realness. Yeah. It was definitely sort of a Windows 98 power down situation. Yeah. It's a it's All another right. like Rihanna doing a Sia song. Unfortunately, I don't think it's that memorable. It's no diamonds. It's not diamonds. It's not diamonds. And listen, again, I, I she, it keeps coming up. But you know what? That floor east to play that sax. I think it's gonna be the song of the summer. I think it's a yeah. slow burn. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna she's gonna take the crown. I don't know. Does it give you anything? Does it do anything for it you? It does. I told you. It makes me feel like a Maxinista. I feel like I'm in no, the I, TJ I, Max I really commercial for sure. When those damn horns kick in, I don't even care right. that it's not saxophone. And I think it's getting say, a yes. lot See, of I'm traction. Still, I'm still stumped by by why there's actually no sax in the song. Right. It's, it rather trumpets, but you know. But that's fine. That's it. It's on my it's it. on my treadmill mix, and not just the song, but the the video. I watch the video when I'm on oh, the treadmill. When you're on the treadmill, okay, it's All a right. good one. Have you you watch Sax in the City or the original? I prefer the original. Okay, I prefer the original. I mean, okay. Sax in the City is fun, but you know, yeah, the original is where it's at. Where yeah. it's at, and I mean, she was on X Factor UK. I watched that performance that. too. Mm-hmm. It's good. She can get it. Yeah. Well, apparently she does an amazing Bruno Mars cover on on the on the series yeah. on one episode. So. Yeah. If you haven't She's seen that already, deal. take a look at that. She's real. Oh, believe me, mm-hmm. I did a full whole thing. She's got the she's got the ticket. She does. She's got the golden ticket. Lena Dunham's mad at Kanye. Mm-hmm. Skip it. Do we care? Skip no. It. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. No. Yeah. No one cares about her. I want someone to give Leslie Jones a dress, though. That's true. That's a damn shame. That's just ridiculous. Apparently, Leslie uh, spoke out on Twitter saying that no one, none of the designers that like her her team reached out to would dress her for the premiere of the Ghostbusters. I feel like that's so sad. It is sad. It is. Do you think it's racist? Is racist no, I don't or think like it's a matter of ra- It's sizes. It's she's sizes. Six, she's she's six like, feet what? tall. I mean, you just just custom just custom something for her. I, there was uh, some. I guess uh, the Hollywood Reporter reached out to some stylists, and Jessica Pastor was like, "Well, it's their fault for not giving them enough time, or something, something, something." Blah 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 blah. But you know what, Leslie, you'll be all right. And apparently, um, if those Project Christine's, Runway kids can turn dresses around overnight, well. Well, luckily, she's got a Project uh, Runway alumni who's willing to dress her because I think that Christian Siriano reached out to her Perfect. on Twitter, and raised his hand and said, I will dress you. So he's going to be the lucky one to dress her. And uh, you know what? I think she was just on the cover, like all the, the entire Ghostbusters cast had like their own separate covers on Alan. She just looks so – she looks great. She's been working on her fitness. I will champion Leslie until the very end, but like she's really stepping her game up. She looks fantastic. She does. She's giving me like Grace Jones and glamour. Yeah. Designers should be jumping at the opportunity to make a big statement out of her body. Yeah. Uh, Now is Christian Siriano, is he also going to be dressing Melissa McCarthy because she's had similar issues or will she be wearing something from her own collection? Well, you know, she might be wearing something from the Melissa McCarthy Seven Jeans, like something collection. She has like it's it's some sort of like collaboration with Seven Jeans and something, something, something. I'm really not lying about that. That's true. True life. Mm. I, I don't know. Um, sometimes her designs are questionable. Sometimes I think it's charitable. I think oh. usually her designs are questionable. She's always sort of covered from like wrist to ankle in like a belted balloon. It's something like always blousy and weird and like flying squirrelsy. 
she does give me kind of like uh like mod realness on the carpet like it's always like a it's a, a blousy thing and it's like tied off at the top but you know what like that's her style you're not here for it you're i don't i don't know i feel like we are seeing her shame or something like that hmm i don't hmm. know i know that she's been working on her fitness as well uh yeah she slimmed down some i just think she doesn't need to always be wearing circus drapes Right. Well, well, we will see yeah, once we'll see they all premiere. hit the... They'll probably have a green carpet, right? There's like <laughs> ecto-cooler. Ecto-cooler carpet. Once they hit the ecto-cooler carpet... Yeah. Brought to you by like Nickelodeon slime. Mm-hmm. Do they still slime people on Nickelodeon? That's a good question. I think they do for like the Kids' Choice Awards, yeah, no? Yeah, the Kids' Choice yeah. Awards. Yeah. I think that's it. That's the only time the slime comes out. What else we got? Uh, did you hear that Jessica Williams is leaving The Daily Show? I heard that. No. Well, I think they're in trouble now. They are in trouble. I like you know, Trevor Jessica Noah, Williams, but he has not filled those shoes. He's not been a, yeah. a good replacement for Jon Stewart. Well, then, yeah, it's been a, a, a tough road for him. But I am excited to hear that she's getting her own show on Comedy Central. This is exciting news. Yeah, it's going to be great. She's gonna she's leaving The Daily Show, which, by the way, she was the youngest correspondent, I think. She started at, like, 22. And the yeah. first black female correspondent, like, she's great. Probably the best they've got over there. But she's leaving to go do... She signed a development deal with... Um, Comedy Central, and she's doing a half-hour scripted series from the co-producer of Broad City, uh, Naomi Eperegijin. Dream, dream come true. Dream yeah. come true. It's a, It will focus on a politically-minded young woman who may be woke, but doesn't know what she's doing. I think that sounds hilarious. I think it sounds great. I can't wait. I can't wait for her show. I can't w- wait for Issa Rae's HBO show that's coming oh, out. Yeah, that'll be a good one too. I just saw that preview. <sighs> so much good stuff. Did we talk about that last week at all? I don't think we did. It's so long overdue for HBO yeah, to have I a series like wait. this. Like, I think what? it's going to be a great home for that show. It's going to be Definitely. great. Definitely. And yeah, it's it's going to be exactly what we need. Let's go to the preview for for Issa's show, yeah. shall we? Let's do it. We got y'all offers after school tutoring, mentoring programs. So do y'all have any questions? Why you talk like a white girl? Uh, you caught me. I'm rocking blackface. It's racist. Is this what you want to do? Issa, what's on fleek? I don't know what that means. I know what that means. Why ain't you married? I'm breaking up with him tonight. No, you're not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. My dad said, ain't nobody checking for bitter-ass black women anymore. Black women aren't bitter. They're just tired of being expected to settle for less. Yeah, to the yeah. Her outfit settled for less. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, so everybody stay tuned. I think that'll probably be on in the fall, I guess. Yeah, I think it'll probably come on after... Well, actually, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, be, I, I won't yeah. be your TV guy. I can't be your TV guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean. <laughs> check it out. Didn't mean to put that pressure on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, check your local mm-hmm. listings. Yeah, yeah, check your local listings. Just I have eight, the, seven central. No, I don't know. Your your notifications set on your HBO apps. Mm-hmm. Put your Google alerts on. There you go. Yeah, you I gonna get it. But you got it. Well, maybe we should just wrap it up. <laughs> Maybe we should just get off of the microphone. Hey, did you know Jennifer Lopez auditioned for Showgirls? Hey, did she? No. She did. She Who did. told you? She did. Oh. <laughs> They're doing these uh, Hollywood Reporter roundtables. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Park and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweet. We'll see you next week.